0: Hey everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Destination Big Leagues. This is Rona. This is Hamdan. So in today's episode, we wanted to talk about Amazon. As you know, Amazon is one of these big giant fan companies that is a must. So much success within the past like two decades of one of the most famous CEOs, Jeff Bezos, and they've pretty much dominated the online e-commerce space and. Yeah, uh, the and many other spaces, you know, through innovating products in-house and various uh, clever acquisitions that have that they've made. So we want to get into, you know, talking about like a little bit about Amazon's story of how it became what it is, and you know what the future of Amazon seems like.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's it's a very interesting company. It's a very interesting case study. Uh, And they also have uh, a CEO and founder, which I guess now former CEO, Jeff Bezos, who's uh, considered legendary status right now, uh, followed by many as an example. And uh, again, this is an interesting company because it's hard these days to even define them. Like you said, they were dominating the e-commerce space, but... They also produce uh, Oscar-winning movies, uh, Emmy-winning TV shows. They sell books. They are in gaming streaming service with Twitch. Uh, they sell Kindles. They've got voice assistants. So, I mean, they're, they're in so many businesses. That they've got their hands in so many jars. It's it's just such an interesting company. Uh, so, yeah, so that, that's why we just wanted to discuss. So, I, I wanted to start with you, Ronak. What, what do you think sets them apart? What, how, how do you think they've they've made it so far in so many different fields and able to dominate in every, every field that they entered in.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think with every company that sort of, you know, becomes so integral in terms of, uh, an economy and in terms of like our livelihoods, like you sort of have to have like visionary leadership early on, you know, like kind of thing. And I think like Jeff Bezos has probably been, been really instrumental to Amazon success. Right. Cause, uh, you know, like Amazon, like when they started on, like they pretty much were like like an uh, online bookstore. They sold books and, uh, you know, they were quickly able to sort of uh, migrate and add other products uh, within their online service. And, uh, you know, they figured out how to, uh, they understood that in terms of online business, one of the biggest challenges and problems to solve uh was sort of delivery and delivering products uh in two days' time and uh they they were able to dominate that eco- ecosphere because around that time i think like delivery times took a lot of was something that took a lot of time and online uh uh sort of uh, retail was not trusted uh you know because it was like you were not able because you weren't able to sort of interact with the product the product was not tangible so there was a lot of skeptics of like you know putting credit card information online making sure you know you would get the product. And I think Amazon was one of those companies that sort of helped uh, uh, online retail sort of go mainstream, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with everything you're saying. And, and Jeff Bezos has um, has this philosophy or quote, and I, I think it's, it's something about customer obsession, uh, basically, give the customer what it wants. And it's, it's really simple what the customers are looking for. Yeah, it's It's a few things. It's a large selection and Amazon being an online service. That's one thing that Jeff Bezos realized very early back in the nineties where in a physical store, there's only so much inventory you can have. There's only so many retailers and wholesalers that you can, you, you can buy uh, stock from, but then when you have an online service that, uh, that capacity grows exponentially and you, you, you can have much larger selection. So what customers really want is a large selection they want low prices and and they want quick delivery. And the, these are all places that Amazon has, has improved on. Uh, their delivery back in the day would, would take a week. Not these days with Prime, you can get it in two days. They've got great customer service. And obviously the, the prices are, are, are really low. I think one other thing um, is innovation because you, you were talking about how they started as a bookstore company. So they went from a bookstore company and then they were selling other products. And then after that, they started manufacturing their own products. Like you can buy an Amazon Basics bag, you can buy an Amazon Basics iPhone charger, you can all these daily utility items you can buy from Amazon. And on top of that, uh, they, they again, they innovated and they created Amazon and made it into uh, a platform where third-party sellers can come, where I can go on there and, and start a a certain online store selling, say, for example, calculators or water bottles, things like that. So I think it's this continual uh, effort to innovate. It's not really defining themselves and not being afraid to get into new businesses like uh, Amazon Prime Video, like Audible, things like that.
0: Yeah, I think Amazon Prime is like quite interesting, right? Because like, as a service and as sort of a product, a subscri- monthly subscription product, I think you can get a yearly version of it as well. Like, what it offers you is just a plethora of options, right? Cause it's not exclusively like two day delivery shipping. You know, there's multiple things that Amazon Prime offers you. As far as I know, it offers Amazon. They have like their video services, right? They have a great uh, catalog of like movie selections and TV shows, uh, in-house TV shows. And like, they've got third party content that they've purchased rights to. What else do they offer with Amazon Prime, do you know? Uh, um
1: like, yeah I, I guess the main thing is the a- amazon prime the two-day shipping and then the amazon prime video I, I basically those are the two main reasons why people buy it
0: yeah but i think you know with their other stuff like with their whole whole foods or uh, service business and stuff like that i think they've in- sort of integrated you know like uh certain benefits for amazon prime customers but like amazon prime customers get a lot of like benefits right uh, uh other than like you know the uh the traditional online purchase and delivery thing, and the movie thing, and it's 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 quite interesting because like once you get people paying, uh, you know, monthly subscriptions, uh, it, they sort of become part of your ecosystem, right? Like kind of thing. It's sort of when you are, well, you know, a paid subscriber to a service, you you know, you're more likely to make purchases, and I I think that uh, one of the reasons that Amazon's been able to sort of dominate uh, in the way that it is. And like you sort of mentioned, like, you know, them starting their own product lines, you know, trying to compete with their vendors and their stores, uh, like, because since they've been able to sort of uh, collect sort of so much data points on the uh, individual consumers of their purchase patterns and what products they're sort of purchasing, uh, you know, uh, and like they they sort of keep all this sort of data internally. So they can probably apply a certain level of uh, intelligence and analysis trying to figure out, you know, what product lines do get into and uh, understand what the uh, customer demands are. Right? Like, I think Amazon have like their Amazon basics, right? Which sort of does ex- exactly that, right? They, like there are third-party vendors that maybe could sell you batteries or headphones, earphones, phones, whatever it is. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, Amazon can sort of intel- intelligently uh, study, you know, where the consumer demand is and uh, sort of decide to, you know, mass manufacture a product and sort of uh, outcompete and outbeat their uh, third-party vendors in terms of cost and uh, delivery times as well, right? Because it's their in-house product and, uh, you know, they can sort of ship it also probably quicker, you know?
1: Yeah. And data is king, as you said. So once you have paid subscribers and these paid subscribers are making monthly purchases from your website and they own many, many platforms. So like uh, things like even Twitch, things like that. And I was looking at their... Um, Their acquisitions and one interesting thing is so they they um, run amazon prime video which um, movie and tv show production company and then they also have audible and they sell a lot of books it's the world's largest online bookstore as well and they own imdb and goodreads which are the two most popular um, online review websites for movies and books so I, I think even even owning uh, websites like that where users come in and they rate movies and and you have all these data points uh you you can kind of find out what people want and in turn you can give people the movies and the TV shows um, that that they're looking for and I I think that's a brilliant tactic as well
0: no I think that's, I agree right no, I'm D B and good reach quite intelligent because like imdb is basically a review site for like movies right so because i think in imdb you can it is user generated ratings right, right something yeah. like that right. so like yeah you generally have a uh, understanding of what what sort of genres of movies are people engaging and finding interesting you know so that could sort of help you within your own sort of uh you know your m- movie production or tv show production strategy you know so you can make movies The people truly want to, and like Goodreads is also clever, right? Like, because it's sort of the it's sort of a review thing for like books, right? And uh, that is clever as well. Because I think early on as well, you know, like when they were selling books uh, exclusively on their platform, like they realized like sales were increased uh, when they started leaving uh, uh, reviews on their books. You know that that sort of sort of helps the customer get legitimacy about the platform. Have an insight into the book whether you know they're going to be interested or not. You know, so I think these small strategies played a role in Amazon's success.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, I, I read somewhere that Amazon was one of the first to innovate and integrate online user reviews for products as well. Which yeah, that's really probably, helps. Yeah. yeah, right. So moving on, I, it's it's um, it's impossible to tell the story about Amazon today without talking about uh, one of their branches. That's Amazon Web Services. So right. why, why don't you go ahead and uh, get us started
0: there? I mean, ultimately, like one, I think one of the differentiating factors like compared to any of the other businesses is like Amazon sort of, you know, it's like core like a technology company and is a technology company, right? I mean, they sort of fight for some of the best talent out there, you know, in terms of like the technology ecosphere, right? Like, and I mean, I don't know how long it's been like EW says, been there for a while but it's been in the mainstream uh lately because they've sort of extended the services to uh you know other businesses so what essentially when amazon was building their company the reason that they were able to sort of you know have these uh two day shipping and have sort of you know like uh, better interactivity within the website was you know was having a solid core technology stack that they built in-house, right? You know, like the data server management, holding all of this user information, uh, holding all their cataloging, delivery times. These are all like complex things to sort of uh, keep account to with such large scale, right? Actually, it's
1: a lot of data, isn't
0: it? It's a lot of data. And the thing is like, if you want to improve and become more better, you know, you got to sort of analyze this data. You got to sort of, try to see if you can make it efficient right so for example like like shipping times or something that amazon was able to cut time to so it is sort of uh, optimizing you know your supply chain your distribution uh, all of these are like tough optimizing problems to solve and they've been able to do this do it efficiently in a large scale and it takes it takes a solid technology stack to do it so uh, what they've sort of done is basically open source the technology uh uh, platform on like the cloud giving other businesses that sort of you know want to make make technology that core uh in their business so that they don't have to go from the ground up to sort of get all the servers stack uh you know create all of these models again right they can sort of just b- borrow from amazon and pay fees right and us uh, i mean like you have google competing in, in this pl- in this market uh, microsoft uh, and I, what is it? Amazon Web Services is is like leading the market today. And it seems like they're going to get even stronger, you know? And I think that is probably going to be the core differentiating factor and probably one of the biggest revenue businesses because AWS would sort of play a big core of many businesses uh, that are built on top of it, you know? And if Amazon becomes an integral part of other businesses that are created on top of, amazon like that is just an awesome business because it's like because inevitably like if you're a business that relies on aws uh, for you to survive or for you to exist amazon sort of dominates in terms of market share right like
1: yeah and i was looking at uh lists of websites that are actually hosted by amazon web services so we have spotify we have netflix reddit dropbox tinder twitch facebook and many many more so i mean these are massive websites and uh i I think there was a time a few years ago when amazon web services was down due to i think it was a typo by an employee and for four hours a lot of these websites netflix spotify reddit dropbox a lot of these were down so i mean that that just shows the power that they have in in this in this chain um and it's also one of the most profitable businesses well, they're more lucrative businesses. But w-
0: when you were talking about,
1: uh, it seems like this technology, at least in the beginning, was made out of necessity because they had this massive stack. They had a lot of data and it's it's not just data sitting there. There's also a lot of data to analyze um, and to host such a big website with so many users um, and editors, publishers, everything. So um, it, it seems like investing all that money creating this this technology stack so powerful seems like um, a very big business advantage to have so so why why leverage that and give other companies access to it be, be it for a fee uh, but why not keep that competitive advantage over other companies and and make that a software proprietary
0: i mean i'm pretty sure they don't share all of their you know, uh, all of the technology stack, but there might be like certain technology stacks that could be open sourced, right? Like, Mm -hmm. where it's like, it, like, because Amazon can't sort of delve into every sort of business, right? There's certain, and they're they're operating at such a big scale. It has to be sort of a lucrative business for Amazon to delve into. I would assume that's, that's where, that's sort of the businesses that that they would want to get into, right? Mm -hmm. So, so I feel like, I feel like, if you are a platform, like every business is trying to now getting very data oriented in terms of like storing up all their information on, you know, on cloud and then doing some intelligence on it, you know. So uh, these things like take a lot of uh, time and money and talent to sort of build in-house from the ground up. So if you if you saw if you if you generally have like these big companies who have the ability to hire such talent and you sort of build these products, uh, uh, and if if it can benefit another company, and you can make good revenue off of it, like I mean I think that's that's sort of a no brainer, right? If you could have hundred companies uh, that use your uh, um, so your uh, technological services and you know they become giant companies you make i don't know like 10 15 cut that's i think that's quite a lucrative business model to get into right yeah uh,
1: i i think what i get from what you're saying is they aren't sharing the data so data again here is king uh what they are sharing is just the platform where they can host their website right so they they aren't gaining all that valuable data that amazon is able to collect from from users Uh, i
0: mean it's not yeah So it's not exclusively like host their website they do multiple things like i mean they do they have multiple services actually like it's all of these like services that you know you can automate in your business right like any like a lot of businesses are uh, you know are trying to sort of automate so many things like you know in terms of payroll hr uh, all of these things that sort of can be automated and now amazon's already built in-house and uh like those are the things that you know, they offer on their AWS service. So it's not exclusively like hosting your website, which is one of the things they do. Uh, I mean, they have sort of so much information to like create machine learning models, uh, deep learning uh, models, uh, mm. you know, other other open source things like in terms of like computer vision, uh, you know, like data warehouse, like uh, data management, like video streaming. They just have all of these technologies with all these other businesses that they've been able to accumulate and sort of let people borrow at a monthly rate or a yearly rate, you know?
1: Mm, yeah, no, that, yeah, that, that's interesting. And again, um, yeah, it, it's interesting that they were able to leverage that. And today, that's one of their most profitable businesses.
0: And I think the uh, new CEO, uh, I think his name's Andy. Was it Andy? Was it, do you know his name? Andy Jassy. Yeah, Andy Jassy, right? I think he was heading AWS. And yeah, so I think he's going to become CEO. I think Jeff Bezos is still the CEO. I think the new CEO is going to take charge in like Q3 of 21.
1: Hmm. So let's talk about the man then, the man Jeff Bezos. Um, you can see his first shareholder letter in 1997. Basically, I'm paraphrasing here, but basically what he said to his his investors were and people that were buying the stock were, Amazon's all about the long term. We aren't looking for the quick buck here. We are investing the long term. We're going to be investing our profits, investing our revenue. So if you're here to make a quick buck, um, basically don't invest in our company. And which is an interesting stance to have. It's it's definitely um, it goes against conventional wisdom. Where where you say where you know b- before getting into a business you'd say. Uh, what's the ROI? What's my return on investment? What you know? What sort of margins are we looking here? But Amazon doesn't seem to be afraid to get into even businesses like like uh, supermarket chains, uh, like uh, where uh, the the markup is usually like two percent, one of the the lowest profit margins in the whole world. So out of any business, um, and you can see like not being as conservative with their with their profits and their revenue. Has, has allowed them to dwell into so many different um, revenue streams, so many different fields, like they're into movies and web services. A company that sells books is now the, the world leader in cloud web services. I mean, it's, it's really interesting. And obviously these days they make a lot of profit, um, but um, I, I think it, the first time they did make a profit was back in two, 2006 after burning through a lot of cash. Um so that's interesting. And you you see a lot of other companies, a lot of younger companies as well that haven't made a lot of money, um, but are still valued at a really high uh, high valuation in the market. I, I guess the hope is that Amazon was able to make it through and look look at them today. Tesla was sort of able to make it through. Um, so Amazon has sort of set a precedent uh, where uh, the, the the main focus, it seems like these days with platforms is to get as many customers as possible using your platform active active users and then after that we will be able to find out a way to monetize all of them
0: right and active paid users is also crucial i think amazon's already good with like getting people to sign up with amazon prime uh, you know it's insane to think about like how amazon as a company is shaped in the past like two 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 and a half decades it's it's quite interesting to like speculate about what amazon might potentially do in the future and you know, will they be able to sort of dominate? Because, well, uh, you know, Amazon, a company of that magnitude, it's pretty inevitable that you are going to face a lot of scrutiny uh, in terms of, you know, the way you conduct and stuff like that. But it's crazy to see how Amazon might shape in the next 10, 20 years, you know, how will they still be so powerful and so dominant? Because, like, these these fan companies pretty much seem like sort of countries, right? I mean, they sort of have valuations, uh, sizes of uh, most countries gdps and uh uh you know they pretty much try to get into every business right? like for example like you talk about like the whole food getting into retail businesses it cost them 13, trillion, $13 billion dollars i mean compare like even if you talk about risk they just have so much money to deploy like a 13 billion dollar transaction or an acquisition also it's just a drop in the ocean of how much compared to amount of how much money they really have you know Mm-hmm. So, so it's like the, of course, like early on, like risk taking, you got to commend them on that, right? Because early on in a startup, like, you know, starting up with limited capital, limited funding, you sort of have to be versatile and nimble to survive. All of those things. I mean, Amazon came out of the tech bubble, but it's crazy right now. You know how how they've, they've sort of been able to just keep growing uh, year by year just have so much market domination you know
1: yeah yeah it, it's pretty interesting what what do you think about the amazon's public perspective because like to me personally i i don't really understand because I, I i see two perspectives i see one perspective where they, they've come under scrutiny some places um in some factories for the way that they treat their workers the amount of work that they uh, that their employees need to run through it in, in a day and the stress that the one day delivery brings to, to, to the workers um, and the wage, the minimum wage, things like that, the benefits. And then there's this other side where I see um, a, a product, say, for example, like Amazon Alexa. I mean, I think they've sold some like a hundred million of those. It's, it's sort of insane. It, it didn't seem like a lot of people were dying to have uh, a voice assistant where, I mean, basically most people don't have smart lighting or smart AC in their homes. Like they, they just ask for the weather, Play and pause music. It seemed like most people weren't dying for that, but it's still it's, it's sort of become an iconic product today, where a lot of people have Amazon um uh Alexa sitting on their desk or in their living room. What what do you think is the public's perspective on Amazon?
0: I mean, I think I I I think it depends on how you sort of associate with Amazon, right? I mean, if you are sort of one of the, like. Uh, one of their warehouse workers employee in Amazon, you might have a different opinion on the company as opposed to like a consumer. But of course, like it, I mean, and going into like, is a company too big, right? I mean, of course, Amazon has been able to provide convenience, uh, like significant amount of convenience to its consumers and customers than any other company. Uh, I mean, in terms of its domain specific business of like online retail, like dominating with shipping and its product categories and catalogs, You know, uh, but, but of course, like, you know, it comes into a lot of scrutiny because they are competing with all these traditional businesses that cannot accommodate or even compete with Amazon, you know, and they've been able to, I mean, they've sort of, you know, sort of closed down a lot of uh, sort of SME businesses and, and that transition has taken place, you know, so a lot of these vendors had to go and become Amazon sellers and stuff like that. So, of course, a company that has so much domination will have some disruption in the economy. But it depends on sort of... So I mean, it's a public company, so you can scrutinize it and sort of, you know, vouch for the, vouch for what role this company should play in society, you know. But I think overall, Amazon's been a net benefit. But, of course, there are certain things that always have to be scrutinized. And, you know, uh, pickpointing into Amazon's conduct it, it might take like a whole... You know, another episode, or mm-hmm. another conversation. You know,
1: yeah. It, it just seems like in the end of the day, um, Jeff Bezos's words are are to where he talks about customer obsession, give the customer what they want. Um, people aren't necessarily using Amazon. Like for example, people buy Apple products because they love Apple. They they love uh, Steve Jobs and what they stand for, and the fact that their that their phones are beautiful, that everything they make is beautiful, their website's beautiful. Amazon's website, eh, it, it's not that great. It, it, do, it doesn't look revolutionary. It, like what people have fallen into love with is their quick delivery. It's often the lowest prices. You have reviews on there. So you know what product is the real deal, what product is not. And they've got incredible scale. So you, you'll have, you have products competing from all over the world. And on top of that, you have other benefits, things like Amazon Prime Video, and you have physical stores now growing uh, quicker than, than ever. So, yeah, it, it's, it's just incredible that the fact that these guys were able to simplify. Basically, just uh, not focus on what the customers can give them, which, I mean, in most cases is profits. But focusing on what they were able to provide to the customer um, and then in turn being becoming one of the world's most iconic and biggest companies, dominating different fields.
0: Yeah, no, I 100% agree.
1: Yeah, so with that, we'll come to an end to the episode. What do you guys think about Amazon? Let us know what do you guys think of the company. Uh, do you do you agree with their methods? What resonates with you? Uh, make sure to like uh, our podcast and follow us on Spotify. Send us an email, at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Leagues. Thank you, and see you again next week.